Time for the Man of with your host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves, and also my co-host, Wes Dunham is in the house. What's up, Yo, Wes? What's up, what's up, what's up? And then also, we do not have Tyler Copeland here today because he's at home with diarrhea. He got the poo-poo. He got the liquid poo-poo coming out of his booty hole, so he's not going to be able to make it to this episode. That's never fun. Yeah, he said he didn't feel so hot. He said he had the poo-poos and the, and the nausea. I don't think he's coming out the other end. I think just the bottom end. But I still appreciate him staying away just in case. Maybe it's not the diarrhea COVID. You know, some of these folks get COVID, they get the diarrheas. I don't, I don't, I don't like having the diarrhea. They just don't even know, like, what, what symptoms are COVID. Like, there was a doctor that my wife was talking to the other day about COVID, and they were like, we have people come in here and be like, my big toe hurts. And then they'll test and be like, you got COVID. <laughs> like, their symptom was a hurting toe. Like, you just never know. You know what I mean? You just never know. You might you might be sitting at your house right now in your trailer, and you might be watching watching your old school, two, like, big box TV, and you might be watching The Price is Right, and you might feel your rib hurting. And it turns out. It's COVID. It's COVID. That's right. You don't even know. If your eye starts twitching these days. COVID. COVID. I think, man, I think there ain't no such thing as regular sick no more. There ain't nothing. It's I think all. COVID is so deadly, it got all the other sicks sick sick, and it turned those sick into COVID. So, like, the cold got COVID, and now the cold is just COVID, which the cold already was a type of coronavirus, but now it's COVID-19. Everything's COVID. And then the flu caught COVID, and now the flu is COVID. If and you get if you get in a schoolyard fight and you get a black eye, COVID. And the nurse is like, your, your nurse is like, you got a black eye. It's COVID. COVID. That's right. And then one time, uh, one time I was walking down the street and I tripped and fell. And <laughs> that was COVID, man. <laughs> COVID, COVID got me, dude. That's a COVID trip. You know, there's different kinds of trips, and that was a COVID trip. Look, if you, I've never had one, it's probably gonna happen in the next. Well, let me see. I'm 38. But in the next 10 years or so, they say you're supposed to get, like, colonoscopies and stuff. When they put the thing in your butt, like a prostate check? No. Yeah. I've yeah. never had one, but they say that stuff you got to drink beforehand will give you, like, grade A diarrhea. What do they have to what do you, what do you have to drink? Some kind of solution that makes you shit for, Is like, eight hours Magnesium citrate? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I've had it. Did it make you shit like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did it as a weight-cutting technique. Mm. So what I would do is I'd go get me a little magnesium citrate. Uh, cherry is my favorite flavor. <laughs> um I'd go get that cherry magnesium citrate and I'd pour it over ice because it makes it go down a little smoother. And um, what I do is let's say I had weigh-ins. If I have weigh-ins at 5 p.m. on Friday, come around 3, 4 p.m. on Thursday, 5 p.m. on Thursday, depending, depending on how much I'm going to take. Um, if I'm only doing one bottle, about bedtime, I'm going to hit it up right before I go to bed. I hit it up right before I go to bed, and it usually takes about six to eight hours to hit me. You drink the whole bottle? I drink the whole bottle. Now, if I wanted to hit a little faster, I'll drink two bottles, and that's unhealthy. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I think doctors recommend you not doing that. <laughs> but when I was cutting weight, I've drunk two bottles. But I drank a whole bottle, and then I remember I thought it was going to hit me faster than it did. I drank it at around 9 p.m., 10 p.m., and I'm like, okay, because I was used to regular laxatives, which take a, really don't do a whole lot to me. If I'm being honest, if I, if I eat like X lax chocolates or whatever, it ain't, I don't feel shit. But I did that magnesium citrate when I was cutting 170 pounds, 
And um, I was like, this ain't even that bad, bro. This ain't even that bad, bro. Like, have you ever thrown up, okay, and then you was throwing up, and then you ran out of things to throw up, but your body didn't know you was out of things to throw up, and you just then you just dry heave on the toilet? Yeah, that's the worst feeling. That's what like what pooping on magnesium citrate's like, but at your booty hole. It's just trying to poop, but nothing's coming out. It's just pooping out things <laughs> that shouldn't even be pooped out. You know what I mean? Like uh, you'll you'll be pooping, and then all of a sudden, like an action figure you swallowed when you was a little kid will come out, <laughs> and then it'll be like a it'll be like a like a like a I don't know like some mucus will come out. I'm not even kidding about that part. And then it'll be like you'll you'll or you'll sit down and you done pooped out every bit of water, every bit of poop. This is a nasty episode so far. She know I'm nasty. Yeah, you'll poop out every bit of water, every bit of poop, every bit of. Everything you got in you, and you'll get done, and you'll sit down, and then you'll just sit there and just wow, and you'll just let it go, buddy. But it won't be nothing coming out. You just just like fart, dry, heaving poop. But it sounds wet, and you'll have little <laughs> flares, a little liquidy stuff coming out. It's terrible. And then what I was having to do was I'd have to go sit in the sauna and I'd sweat until it hit me again. And then my guts would go to bubbling and just blah 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 blah. Damn, blah, blah, that doesn't blah, sound blah, fun at all. I sit there in the sauna. I'm trying to hold on to the sauna, trying to sweat. Hold on to the sauna, trying to sweat. Blah, 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 blah. My butt belly go to bubbling. Blah, 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 blah. And I'd be, man, I got to hold it. I ain't been in here but 10 minutes. I ain't even got a good sweat going yet. But one good thing about when you're doing magnesium citrate shits is, you know, a lot of what problems with getting out of the sauna is you stop sweating. But when you sit down on that toilet with a magnesium citrate shit, buddy, let me tell you, you ain't going to quit sweating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you still sweating. You sitting there just, oh, Lord, and then you just let that evil out. And it, it gets out of you now. Now, I don't know if that's what they give you before colonoscopy. It might be know. something different. But they I know. say you're supposed to get it done around 50 or something like that. So I got a, I got like 12 years, but I'm not looking forward nah, to it. No, you ain't going to be 50 in 12 years. No. No, you'll be 30, 38, 39 in 12 years. That's what you're I'm going to say. You're still pretty young. Um, I've refused to admit that I'm aging. I'm not going to. I've just decided. I think that. I think mindset in life is everything, right? I think mindset is really important. That's true. But I think that I've just decided to change my mindset into thinking that I'm 20. And I'm going to keep telling my brain that I'm 20 because I still feel 20. Oh, dude, I I feel so young at heart. Right? So I'm going to stay alive for another 158 years, I think. I'm just going to stay 20 for 100 years, and then I'm going to start aging. Then I'll die at 78. Yep. But I'll really be 158, something like that. I'm not good at math. I don't. I didn't. I don't. I don't. Good, I'm not good at the math. I just know that I'm gonna live for a long time because mindset is everything, man. Like if you it believe is. it, you can achieve it. Oh yeah, that's like uh, last. I think it was Christmas before last. My kids, we got them a, um, a trampoline, mm-hmm. and they didn't think I could do a front flip. And I hadn't <sighs> jumped on a trampoline in like 25 years. You better chill. But I told them immediately. I was like, "Y'all are out of your minds." You know, I know I'm do front flip. I did like 60 that day. 60 front flips. Could you walk the next day? I couldn't even move. Couldn't even move. I couldn't even move. But you know what? But I felt like I was 20. You showed them kids what was up. Mm-hmm. You showed them what was up. It hurt me to jump on a trampoline when I was 20. I ain't going to lie. Um, it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh-uh. My kids always want to go to the trampoline park, too. They don't understand. Daddy's got bad knees. You know what I mean? My joints is hurt. My joints ain't what they used to be, so they want to go to the trampoline park. Don't get me wrong. Trampoline, tramp, trampoline park tramp, trampolines are the most fun trampolines. Oh, they launch you twice as high as backyard trampolines do. Because it's the square ones. They're a blast. Is it the shape? I get, I'm assuming. I thought it was the just the the type of trampoline it was. It may be. Well, they'll launch you twice as high, 
and I'll go in there, buddy. The problem is, though, you don't always come back down on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. You got to so, watch out for those the middle part. Yeah, and I'll land on that middle part. My knee will go like, use a bitch, boom, and I'll, <laughs> I'll land, boy. Woo! I'll land, son. Let me tell you something. I'll land, and you, your boy will be hurting. And then I, but you know, I can't be no bitch. So I got to jump right back in there and yeah. go keep jumping. It's painful. And I, I, when I first went to a trampoline park, they were like, it's going to be like $147 for, for 30 minutes. For all y'all. And I was like, 140 It wasn't really that much. But it was like, oh, that's a lot. Of, that's for 37 minutes, like 30 minutes. Like that ain't, or an hour, however long it was. Like, that ain't no time, bro. I thought we was going to hang out here all day. You mean you got to time us? You got to put a wristband on us? And like, if we got an orange wristband, we got to come out of there in 30 Like, that's crazy. It's, it's for your own safety. You literally couldn't move. The Let me tell you something, brother. When that time went off for the orange wristband people to come out and the blue wristband people to go in, let me tell you something. The, <laughs> your boy was ready to go. <laughs> your boy was like, thank God. Because otherwise, I'd have stayed in there all day trying to get my quote-unquote money's worth, and I'd have been quote-unquote in the motherfucking hospital of course. by the end of the, end of the day. Uh, trampoline parks are not meant for adults. No, I did one about, it was probably, that was maybe, probably 10 years ago now, but we went to visit my brother yeah. in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. We did one in Wilmington, and mm-hmm. uh, I learned then. I, you mean to say something else I learned? I used to be a really athletic kid, man. I was athletic. I could Because I was little, but I was strong. When you're little and strong, that's the perfect combination for ninja antics. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And the one in Tuscaloosa has a has like an American Ninja Warrior course. Okay? So you got like See, stuff. I'd probably get talked into doing that. Bro, oh, brother. It wasn't nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy, dude. Let me tell you something. I could have done it with no feats. When I, there was a time, no feats, <laughs> all arms is okay. All arms is no feats. I would have went through that thing. All arms is. I was uh, now that I'm about to about sitting here about a, a buck a two fifty. Um, that's another story. When I was 175 to 200 pounds, and I was about as strong as I am now, not quite, but you know, but that extra 50 to 80 pounds, it makes things. Oh, yeah. More difficult, not only on the the your muscles, but on your fingers and your joints and your toe. You put your toes on some, your foot on something, and all that weight sits on that little rope or whatever, and it makes the bottom of your foot hurt or your toes hurt. You know, you just sitting there, brother. I couldn't get halfway through that mug. <laughs> I wasn't nearly as athletic as I thought. Man, I be, you'd be sitting at home watching American Ninja Warrior, and I've never been one of that them dudes that could watch American Ninja Warrior and be like, oh yeah, I can do that. I wasn't, but I'm gonna try it. But I'm I'm one of them dudes that's like I could almost do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I couldn't quite do it, but I ain't too far off. You know, give me a few months to train, do a little gymnastics, a little stretch a little bit, get my hops on. Bro, I can't even do the little kid American Ninja Warrior course at the freaking trampoline park. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, that's another. That's yeah. a, that's not even the same thing. I know which one you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, that's not even the same thing, my man. That's not even the same thing. So, all you people sitting at home. And, and it taught me a lesson because, you know, everybody sits at home. They watch, like, fights, for instance. They're like, oh, I could do that. Yeah. And, like, in real life, they can't even, like, they can't even fight the dude who, like, checks the tickets at the carnival. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that old crazy meth-headed dude, which, I mean, a lot of people can't fight that dude. He's crazy. But, you know, that little dude at the carnival who, and like. he's on meth, too. Right, exactly, which is a superpower. Exactly. Um, uh, By the way, I also got to thinking about it the other day. Um, Twilight. On the su- subject, you, the, you know the movie Twilight. Yeah, with the vampires and werewolves. Yeah, I've decided that uh, that movie is not about vampires. Um, Edward Cullen is a crackhead. One hundred percent, he is not a werewolf. The whole family. Think about it. Okay, 
He is an older man who is dating a high school girl. He is very fair complected, skinny, (laughs) super strong, and never sleeps. And fast. Yeah, and real fast. Just moves real fast. (laughs) He don't don't sleep days at a time, ever. He ain't slept in like 100 years. That is a crack game. He's pale as can be. They should do a a parody movie like that. Real skinny. He um, doesn't come out in the daytime. He is super strong. <laughs> he can throw a refrigerator on his shoulder and ride a bike home. Because the freaks come out at night. Brother, let, me, brother let me tell you something. <laughs> Edward Cullen is hanging out behind a Denny's right now. <clears throat> chilling. Chilling. All you girls at home listen to this and you love Twilight and you want to meet your Edward Cullen, I can tell you how to meet him. What I want you to do, I want you to drive to the outskirts of your town. And I want you to find you a trailer park. When I say trailer park, I don't mean exclusively mobile homes. I mean like a mixture of old mobile homes and RVs that don't run anymore. Yep. Weeds that are as high as the RVs in some places, but it's mowed in other places. With it's, like jet skis just sitting out in the forest? Yeah, oh, the yeah. Ground. Yeah, like vehicles, a lot of different type of vehicles <laughs> that don't run anymore. Like dirt bikes that don't have wheels and shit like that. And it needs to be um, either managed by a woman named Bertha that smokes Paul Malls. Or a man named Bubba who um, doesn't wear sleeves on his shirt. And then that's who manages it. And you get up in that trolley park, you will find you at Edward Cullen. Or just wears overalls only. And look, man, look. Exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly right. That, goes, that, that ties into it. No sleeves. Just nothing else. No, no shirt, just overalls. And you'll find you at Edward Cullen. He'll do all the things Edward Cullen in that movie did. He'll watch you when you sleep when you don't know he's there. He'll follow you around. He will he will uh, try to like intervene with you and your other personal relationships. When you get together, he'll tell you you can't talk to your dad anymore. All those toxic things in that relationship. Yeah. That that's that's Twilight, brother. Is it is dating a crackhead? I can see that now. A crazy crackhead. I can see it. Another thing I noticed because my wife and my daughter made me watch Twilight the other day. That I noticed about that movie is everybody thinks that the so y'all don't judge me because I've seen not all of them, but I've seen a bunch of them now. I watched them all just the other day, um, almost in a row, because my wife and daughter were like, "We're gonna watch all the Twilight yeah, movies." Man, that's a full day's worth. Yeah, we didn't do it in a day, but we did it over a few days. Um, the bad guy in the movie. Do you know who the bad guy in that movie is? The guy from Italy. The, that's what, the bad that's what right? they want you to think. Yeah. No, sir. Bella. She's bad. That's the bad guy. The girl. I, I knew it. She's a bitch, dude. This bitch is stringing along these two dudes. If they made a movie. For four movies. If they made a movie. I want you to imagine if they made the same movie, Twilight, but they reversed the role. And you had a male lead with two, a female vampire and a female werewolf fighting over this dude. And he's all like, I love you, werewolf girl, but I, I love vampire girl too. Come kiss me. And they kiss, and then she goes back, and she's like, "But I love." He's like, "I love you, vampire girl. Let's Humpty Dump a little bit." And they Humpty Dump a little bit, and then like the the werewolf girl families are like, "We're gonna sacrifice all of our whole family just to protect you from these people." And like every woman on the planet Earth would be like, "That dude is a piece of shit. What a player! Like he's like such a player. He's leading these girls on, playing both of them. Like, bruh, if that was a dude in that lead role." People, girls would lose their mind. Of course they would. But the, see, the, the the female vampire and the female werewolf, they would have been able to be around each other like they were for four straight movies. I don't know that dudes could have done that in real life either. Though. No. 
Of course not. Because, yeah. well, but see, he was a crackhead so, instead of a right, vampire. Right, exactly. Crackheads will do it. Yeah, of course. Crackheads do crazy shit in relationships. Of course. You know, I've seen some I've seen some crazy things in my day my day in relationships and uh, you know crackheads twi- do wild things. Crack crackheads meth heads, crackheads, they do some they do some crazy things, man. Crackheads will stick beside each other though, man. I remember I was walking I almost posted this on my Instagram. I was in uh, New Orleans about a year ago almost. And I went for a jog. Unlike me, but it just wasn't a whole lot else for me to do because the gym I was trying to go to was closed. Um, they had a gym up the road from the hotel I was staying at. Got there, got up really early in the morning, and I took a scoop of pre-workout and then jogged to the gym. And I get to the gym, and that bitch was like, no, nah, fam, you ain't trying to working out of here. Mm. And your I was body's like, like, I was like got to do bro, I've already taken pre-workout, homie. So I went down to, by, the, by the river. And I went for a jog and I got down there and there was this homeless couple and they really weren't that bad looking. I ain't saying they were good looking, but I mean, for, for homeless people, crackheads sleeping on the, on the street on a, on a cardboard box, they really weren't bad looking. And they was like curled up next to each other. But meanwhile, I got homeboys that own houses and them bitches is single. Hmm. Y'all need to get on this dude's game. Crackheads got game. Bro, this crackhead straight up decide, figured out a way to get this female to be homeless with him. Maybe she was homeless already. She probably was. But, you know, that woman could have picked anybody. Because she's got one big up on the world that most people ain't got. She's got a vagina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a vagina, you ain't really got to be homeless. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, know, you just you ain't got to be. You just you poor management is what that's called. That's called poor management. Um, you got an extra hand, already. right? But this dude is like, hey, baby, I know you got options, but you know what you need. You know what would be romantic if we went out by the river in New Orleans and set out a cardboard box and we just laid down upon that bitch, covered ourselves up in newspapers and cuddled. For the next six to seven years before he OD on some her wong. It was the way he approached her. It's crazy. Some dudes can talk like that's that. That's game. That's game. You got to sell yourself. That's game. G-A-M-E, game, son. <laughs> Bruh, I think we every man in America needs to be taking classes from this crackhead. Every man. It had to be some Edward Cullen shit. Because everything Edward Cullen did to get Bella was creepy as hell. It was wild. It was creepy. If you, if you, most of our viewers have probably never seen the movie. I feel like I know our viewership pretty well, and I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that the majority of the people that listen to our podcast have never watched Twilight, or at least not watched all of it. You need to go back and watch it, because it's wild. It is crazy, because if you think about it, if he's not a crackhead and he is a vampire, he's an elderly man. He's a hundred and something years old. Yeah. He's banging a seventeen-year-old. Mm, that's kind of wild. It's a little crazy. <laughs> it's a little crazy. I don't know. I'm trying to get to my. I'm trying to get to my uh, email account so I can see if we got any questions. Um, because I'd be telling folks, "Hey, y'all, go send us emails mm-hmm. at manuppodcast90@gmail.com," and I ain't checked them bitches in like a week. I don't even know if that's the right email address. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, um, while you're looking that up, um, I thought of something while ago when you mentioned the. Uh, sauna and the magnesium citrate it reminded me uh, that I recently since I started this new job I re-signed up at the core so I can start getting in the sauna and getting back working out when I can't come in here yeah but I was sitting in the sauna the other day and I thought about how I do not miss cutting weight Mm-mm. no and me I'll never do it again and I got to thinking about some of the times we were cutting weight with folks like like you talking about in class the other night like people were literally fixing to die and like oh bad no. dude. yeah uh-uh. I'll no. never do it again never 
No, it's uh, that's why I compete in grappling tournaments at like heavyweight, and I'm like five ten. No, exactly. It's not happening. Exactly. It uh, it's some it's some bull, man. It's some bull. It. I think cutting weight is the biggest scam of of martial arts. I don't like it. Honestly, I think it's. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's a good thing. Um, I, I think it's bad for most athletes. Uh, I'm not gonna go. I actually had a long talk about it because I'm I'm pretty anti cutting weight. But yeah, I don't like it at all. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Um, oh, oh, Justin Robinson. Have you heard about PD, the PD Life story? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, we had a guy. So the reason we didn't do a we didn't do an episode last week was because we were busy all week. I had to go to Fort Payne, Alabama, and we uh, cornered Mo and Justin in a tournament in Alabama. Uh, Hannah and Justin. Hannah, not Mo and Justin. Hannah and Justin. You were right. What am I talking about? So we go and we corner Hannah and Justin in a tournament, right? And so we sit here, we corner them, and but we leave here, and he's in a sauna. He's got to be two hundred five pounds. He gets down to two hundred five pounds, and he um, uh, decides he gets to two hundred eight. He's like, okay, I'm good. Two hundred eight pounds. Oh, we 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 in spitting distance, and the promoter said, hey, if you get to Spitting distance, you get to, you're straight. But like, now nah, we gonna go ahead. We are gonna cut the weight. So we're like, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna sweat in the car the rest of the way. So they say, I ain't neither one of the emails I'm trying to get into. Um, so we decide the rest of the way that we're gonna sweat it out on the way, right? So we sweating it out on the way down there. And they get to Tuscaloosa. They decide to weigh in again. He's 208 when he leaves here. we got a professional scale here at the gym for him to use. We get to Tuscaloosa. He steps on another professional scale. Which professional is an hour's scale. distance. Yeah, we, he's been sweating an hour and yep. spitting for an hour. Um, and you know what he weighed in at? What was it? 211 pounds. <laughs> so we like, bro, how did you gain three pounds in an hour while you had a sauna suit on and all this? He was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> All right, bro. What you mean you don't know? Okay, because because you should know. That's some, something you should know. You got to know. Like, like, how did this happen? Man, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. All right, fam. So, so let's see if we can get to the bottom of this thing. And Mo goes out of the car, and this homie had been sitting in the back seat drinking Pedialyte the whole drive up there. How many bottles? He didn't drink more than it wasn't even a whole bottle, but it was enough to put yeah. three pounds on him. And we're like, homie, bro, <laughs> he was thirsty. Let me ask you something, bro. So, so you cut and wait, you cut and wait, and and you decided that while you were cutting weight, you got thirsty. And when I say cutting weight, what you're doing is you're depleting your body of water. Mm-hmm. And so you decided that the move for you was to drink Pedialyte, which is not only full of water, but also electrolytes and salt. Things that make it harder for you to sweat. Things that make you retain that water. Mm. So now Justin's new nickname became Pedialyte, which I have now shortened to Pedi. <laughs> or... If you would like, Pete for short. Pete. Like oh, it. Pete, bro. Oh, Pete. You know? 
Pete. Yeah, cutting weight is for the birds. Man. Yeah, I don't like it. So um, let me see what happened this past weekend. We had we had a big weekend, man. We've had a big couple weekends. So we had the yeah. Fort Payne tournament last weekend, which is why we couldn't record. And I just got in off the road. I mean, like literally before you walked in the door, we got here. Right. I just got on off the road. We left Friday and went to Alan Belcher's bare knuckle fight, um, which was a crazy experience in some ways. Not so much the fight. The fight was a good fight, but we um, we get down there and uh, we get a table seat. You know, we're sitting there, we're watching the fights. And before I go any further, let me just say that Mississippi boys holding it down in the bare knuckle boxing. I saw that. I saw that. They okay, Mississippi. All right, you say what you want to about Mississippi boys. We may not read the best. We may not write the best. We may not even be the best wrestlers, but your boys can bare knuckle scrap. Okay, <laughs> I knew three guys from Mississippi on that car. First, the de- the first fight of the night was Bobby Taylor from oh, that was a vicious knockout, Tupelo, Mississippi, and homie put dude to sleep in the first, just starched him, just yeah. starched him. It was nice. Yeah, turn around. We had Caleb Harris from uh, around Jackson. I don't remember his actual. He was on the podcast mm-hmm. not long ago. Caleb Harris was on the podcast. He fought, and he fought a dude with, like, over 50 professional boxing matches. Damn. Homie was, like, a super seasoned boxer. He gets in there with Caleb Harris, and Caleb just puts on an absolute boxing clinic. Like, pieced his ass up for five rounds. Five rounds of nothing but hands. Like, in and out, pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, old buddy couldn't land shit. Kayla was just landing whenever he wanted to land. Just pop, 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 in and out, working that jab, pop, pop. Didn't give a damn. I don't know if it was a, it was like old buddy coming from boxing and used to having those big gloves on and the bare knuckle kind of getting in his head a little bit. I don't know what the deal was. But the only punch old buddy threw was that big left. He couldn't make nothing land. I think he, he may have landed one or two shots. But Caleb went up in there, an MMA guy, turned bare knuckle boxer. Now he's in bare knuckle. And he just straight up embarrassed this guy who's a pro Dang. boxing like like super seasoned boxer. Way more boxing than most guys. But you know, the rule set of bare knuckle is different. Yeah. Because it's you know, you can grab, you can clinch, right. and you can punch in the clinch and all that stuff. Turn around, you had old boy from Loosedale, Mississippi. Uh uh, I don't know him personally, but he, he won. I don't remember if it was a knockout decision. I didn't watch that one as closely because I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. You know, Then Alan the Talent Belcher, my boy, went in there against Tony Lopez and held it down real crisp, went to five rounds, and just pieced Tony Lopez up. Was it a good fight? It was a good fight. Was it? Yeah, Alan, you know, he had a little cut under his eye. He was swollen up. You know, his I knuckles were all swollen up. But, yeah, yeah I mean, he, his face, he took some damage, but, bruh, he went in there and put on a put on a as far as like like technical boxing, I'd say he was probably the best one on the card. Which I mean, you think with his background, everything is going to be. But yeah, homie, homie wasn't playing. He went in there against Tony Lopez, and I think what did he weigh in at? He was shredded. He actually dropped some weight. He uh, is your headphones too loud? I don't. They look know. like they turned way up. They, um, might, they might be, but it's fine. That's so too much more than mine. Um. He was about sitting about 250, and he dropped down about 230-something before that fight. So he's probably about he's sitting around 235, 240 probably. Damn, he was ripped, though. Ripped out the frame. Ripped out the frame. And he went in there and just handled the business. 
Mississippi boys can bang. It was it was nice. What was funny though, I nearly got in a fight myself in the crowd. That was kind of that was fun. Actually, a buddy of mine nearly got in a fight, and I almost just stole off the dude. So it's not exactly the same thing. <laughs> um, th- for those of y'all that don't know me, I'm a big fan of that. If you start some shit with one of my homies, I'm gonna like hit you and you ain't looking. You can call me dirty all you want to. I don't care. Um, ain't no rules in a street fight. And it's a whole lot easier to knock you out when you ain't looking at me. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. Well, how'd that happen? What was going All on? All right. So, this dude was trying to get to the back. And there in the middle, we were with Alan's sister, who I had met for the first time that night. Alan's sister and some of Alan's people. And um, Hannah and Balin and me. We're sitting there, and we're getting the okay to go to the back in the locker room. Right? Um, but we're not trying to like press our luck. This dude's sitting there, and Alonzo was working the door keeping everybody in and out now i've known alonzo probably every bit of 12 13 years i've been knowing him for a minute alonzo is actually who introduced me to alan and dixon um well him scott staff and alonzo introduced me to dixon alonzo introduced me to alan and all those guys i used to go down and train with alonzo down at remix mma back in the day i used to go down and train with uh with those guys and 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 alonzo was like he was the first purple belt i ever met um who came here to town like i've been knowing alonzo for a hot minute. Was Dixon there? Dixon was there. He was one of the judges okay. at, at the fight. Yeah. So um, I, I got to, got to keep up, catch up with him a little bit. Um, but no, this dude's sitting there and he's trying to get to the back. And I was like, "Nah, man, you can't." You know, this is a big promotion. This isn't a local little MMA show that they let everybody in the locker room. This, this is a big promotion. You just can't walk up in the locker room. You got big names back there. You can't just go, go up in the locker room. Um, well, this dude gets mad and they called Alonzo the N word. And a bitch. And so Alonzo pushes him. Now, I didn't hear the, the, the verbal altercation. I saw the push. But when it happened, honestly, I wasn't 100% sure if Christian and Alonzo were messing with this dude and they were just playing or if it was, like, going down. Right? Because it was just like a push and then Alonzo kind of squared up. And I'm like, oh, they're, they're playing, right? Yeah. Once I realized that it was, like, a for real, for real thing, I was like, I'm finna steal off this dude. Right? <laughs> so... I come walking up beside him. By the time I get up to him, the security team and the cops get there by the, around the same time I do because they were right there, like at the mm-hmm. at the entrance, you know. So it didn't go down. But the funny thing that I learned was is if you can pretend that you are supposed to do things, people will let you do almost anything. Like it's all about confidence. Oh yeah, Hannah taught me that this weekend a little bit because we're sitting there. And uh, we really weren't even supposed to have the the big the professional camera for our vlog. If you haven't checked out the Mississippi Superman show on YouTube, you should do so. Um, it's pretty good shit. It's our behind the scenes. It shows a lot of the stuff that we're talking about will be in that vlog. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got the camera, and she's following me to the back. And um, one dude had even already asked me for my media credential. And I was just like, nope, I don't have one. And I just kept walking. And he was like, okay, and just didn't say anything else. But then we go to the back, and they were like, oh, you uh, you can't have that camera back here. And Hannah was like, oh, it's okay, because I'm just recording Jake. And they were like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to know who that is. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm not anybody. <laughs> like, like, you're supposed to know who I am. But, like, if you just pretend. You just threw them for a loop. Yeah, if you if you're just pretend that you're supposed to know who people are. People are supposed to know who you are. People just assume that they're supposed to know who you are. Yep. They don't give a damn. They're just like, oh, yeah, I know, yeah, I'm supposed to know who that is. Yeah, y'all going back. So they let us take the camera backstage and everything. So we're back there filming, you know, like 
uh, you know, got Alan. He's back there doing his interviews and all that. And uh, it was pretty dope. Then we had to go. We, we went out to eat. We got back about like 2.30, 3 o'clock that morning. We had to be on the road at 9 a.m. to head to Memphis because Hannah had a pro jiu-jitsu match in Memphis to not to yes last night last night last yeah. night yeah and uh she won that that was fun she she went against a girl she'd already fought in mma um for a amateur title and she won in like 40 something seconds yeah it was super quick yeah old girl pulled guard and then she went to over if you do jujitsu you might you'll know what i'm talking about she went to what's called over under position which is where you have like a scoop grip under the leg and you have like the other leg like in a butterfly position between your legs and she walked out and got the knee bar from that position in like 40 seconds it was, it was, she, she did good um, she was really nervous for some reason for that match too she was like really nervous in the back so she didn't look it on the yeah when she got out, out there I think she was fine but in the back she was really nervous and then they all wanted to go out on Bill Street which I was against and I didn't have any fun um, <laughs> we went to Bill Street went to 10 roof on Bill Street it was packed out I've just discovered that I'm too old and period <clears throat> not for anything I'm just too old. Um, yeah, I hadn't been to Bill Street, man, and I bet it's been 20 years. Since really? Yeah. It's, it ain't been that long for me. Well, obviously, not. I, went to, I, was I, know, last I know it has. I was, hell, I was a senior in high school last time I went to Bill Street. Wow. Yeah, it, it's not It's not my favorite place. Um, you know, it's kind of like a kind of like a shittier Bourbon Street to me. Uh, <laughs> but it really wasn't that bad that night. Uh, but I go out. We get there, and it's just like this super, like, club vibe is like dance floor and it's like packed to the gills everybody's jumping and dancing and i'm just like this is stupid i want to go home and i sat there like a sourpuss and had no fun for a few minutes and then i was like i'm leaving guys hannah though got trash she's laid up in the back seat of coleman and moe's car right now just trash that's what you i mean when you win like that that's what happens yeah she just got trash just smoked just done so she's laid up miserable I wonder if they're they still traveling now. Ben? I don't know. Probably. And she's got to. She got to teach six a.m. in the morning. So. That's such a bad feeling too when you <clears throat> when you're hungover and you're like got to travel for hours. Man, oh, yeah. dude, it's tough. You just feel like you're dying. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I don't like being hungover at all. But no, being hungover like that. I watched. Um, I watched most of those jujitsu matches on uh, Facebook Live last night, mm-hmm. but I I missed the one with Carly. How did she? Did she win or she lost? It? Did she? Okay. Yeah, she lost. Yeah, um, I saw they went back and said that was performance of the night. That I, that fight. I'm gonna be honest though. Um, I didn't watch any of them. Oh, did you not? No. As soon as Hannah's was done, I was like, "Hey guys, y'all bounced." I'm ready to leave. Yeah, I've been on the road. I've been yeah, on the road like six hours that seven hours that day. Well, your we, past three weekends have been uh-huh. busy. And then like, not only had I been on the road all day though, like we were on the road all day the day before that. We were up all night. Got up early. We were on the road all day. And when we got there just in time to like, like we were we were late for weigh-ins. We missed all that. We missed the rules meeting. We showed up like right before doors opened. Weighed in real quick, and we're just like, here we are. Homie, sorry, you know, yeah. and uh, and competed. That was it. Huh. Like it was like we barely made it on time, and so like we were tired and didn't really want to be there anymore. And I'm gonna be honest, like it it wasn't like I just was I was trying to get out of there. I was trying to dip, you know. And so that's what we did. Yeah, it and looked it, like it was set up good though. From watching, it, it was it cool. Went real fast. I mean, the fights were like back to back to back. Yeah, it, <clears> that it was, was good. It was cool. It was cool. And there were some good jiu-jitsu players there. It was cool to have, like, a professional jiu-jitsu, um, like, 
like stage like that here locally. Yeah. That was cool, kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, um, watched, I watched majority of them. Like I, said, I missed a few, but I didn't. I didn't see Carly's. I didn't. I saw. I watched the last like five. Yeah, probably not even that many. Last three or four or five. I don't know. I'm not. I'm and then not I watched saying, all the gi matches, but I'm not saying I'm. I was disinterested because it was jujitsu. I was just di- disinterested because I was just disinterested. Busy, yeah. yeah, I was just exhausted. You know. So Alan held it down. Hannah held it down. Caleb Harris and Bobby Taylor held it down. Um, you know, it was just it was a good weekend, man. Um, I'm I'm really tired because like we just got in the road on in from the road from that like we got here set this equipment up and started you know what i mean yeah like it was just so i'm still pretty tired well, but got, i'm what, having a good time i think you got what two weeks another two weekends off um before anything big happens yeah i've got the amateur smoker um uh, and, and gym smoker on the fourth i'm excited about that yeah i'm excited about that just to give give some guys an opportunity to get some experience before they fight for real mm-hmm. and then i've got my surgery that week yeah, so that's my, gonna suck. i've got to have my knee surgery um which I'm really dreading but really looking forward to at the same time because I – all right, so I am still in the process of trying to get in the best shape of my life with a torn ACL and MCL. So when I hurt my knee, I know I've talked about it on here. Right. Mm-hmm. Have I told what, all what it was? I believe so, yeah. Okay, well, I had a I had a complete tear of my ACL. They're going to have to go in and, and create – give me a new ACL made out of my patella, patellar tendon. I don't I think – I think you told what happened. I don't think you've told what – what the injury was. Yeah. yeah, so what it turned out to be was I had a complete tear of my ACL. They're going to have to go make a new ACL with my patellar tendon, drill holes in my knee on the top and bottom on, like, the edges, like, on the, on the corners. And uh, they're going to have to attach my patellar tendon. And then though when they're in there, they're going to have to see. I also have a complete tear of my MCL, which I, well, that's what I thought the injury was. I thought I just injured my MCL. Only? Only, yeah. Yeah. And, but it was also a complete tear of my MCL. So my MCL and ACL are both completely torn. The ACL is completely gone. I had a grade two sprain in my LCL, grade two sprain in my meniscus. I also had a tibia plateau, like bone bruise. Um, so like all of like the ligaments in my knee were all damaged. And then two were completely torn, the ACL being completely torn. Um, and man, I, I honestly, it's not that bad. It's really not. It's I, not that bad. I tore my ACL right. in high school and, um, I tore it on a Friday night football game, mm. and I was like that Saturday morning. I was like, "Damn, this is this is pretty bad." I remember walking into school Monday morning, going to speak with my football coach, and I was like walking fine. And I was like, "I don't, it may not be as bad as it really, you know." And then I had that appointment the after that afternoon. They're like, "No, it's torn in half." Yeah, yeah, that was me too. I was in a lot of pain for the first two days, and then um, I was like, "Man, it's already torn." So Thursday night, I decided to spar. Were you here? I had to work Thursday night. Okay, so Thursday night, I decided to spar. And for whatever reason, now that I'm hurt, everybody wants to cross train with us. I've got all these people from out of town coming to spar with oh, us. Oh no, we had somebody yesterday come in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they told me they were coming. Um, and no, there's no time I want to spar and roll more than when I've got pe- new new faces, and new people to roll with. So, um, I go and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna spar. I'm just gonna spar with Hannah this first round. You know, because she's, she's talking about doing a boxing match, and I, all I could do is box, obviously. My ass ain't kicking shit. Um, I ain't kicking nothing but backing or a recliner, if you know what I'm saying. So uh, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll box with Hannah and just see how it feels. And if it feels good with her, I'll box with everybody else. And maybe give them some good work, you know, with boxing or whatever, and give that kind of help me stay in shape. Because since I tore it, I was 235 pounds, 230 to 35 pounds when I tore it. I'm like 260 pounds right now. 
So I've went from 235 to 260. Now a lot of that's muscle because now I'm like lifting all the time. I'm just picking shit, heavy shit up and putting heavy <laughs> I shit can down. Tell. That's like the other night when Dan brought it up. Me and Hannah were sitting there looking. It was like, we see it, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm Your just. Your arms are massive. I'm just, I'm just lifting all the time because it's all I can do. I can't roll. I can't spar. I can't do all the fun stuff I like to do for cardio. But, I'm, but my arms are getting bigger and my chest and my traps are getting bigger. Yeah. But also my belly is getting bigger. So I'm like, man, if I can do a little sparring, that will help me like get a little of this weight off. And then also just mentally, because like for me, training is a mental health thing. Like I need like lifting weights helps, but I need that combat training. I need like to roll. I need to spar. I need to do things like that help me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. it just, oh, yeah. it's a mental thing. Like I start getting depressed. I start getting like really down oh dude that's my wife about the last two weeks when i was on nights and i couldn't come in here for dude that's two and a half weeks i missed classes it's insane it was killing me it's insane i don't understand there is a whole like huge portion of our population that just doesn't do shit they just go to work and go home how the fuck do you guys do that i can understand it guys legitimately if you uh, shoot me a message on instagram at uh jake superman reeves on instagram and i want y'all to legitimately tell me what is it that y'all are doing to stay sane? Because if I had to go through life without choking or punching anybody, I have no clue how I would do it. Like I'm seriously like on the verge of a mental, mental breakdown. Like, like lifting is the only thing somewhat keeping me sane, but it's not keeping me sane. Like I'm having, like I'm doing way harder workouts and I'm like, I'm, I think that's why I'm getting so much more, like putting so much muscle on is because like I'm lifting so hard yeah. trying to make up for it. Like I'm lifting probably double what I was doing but before. But it's not the same. That's like I was saying. I, yeah, I signed back thing. up at the gym because I'm on this crazy schedule now. Yeah. And, you know, the, the nights that I can't come to jujitsu, I got to do something, but it's, it's just not the same. It's not the same, man. And I enjoy it, dude. I enjoy lifting too. I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to give that up, but yeah. dude, I'm just, whew. It's struggling. I'm struggling I like, bad. I like punching you guys in the face. Yeah, I, I enjoy don't like you punching punch. me in the face. Too. I don't like getting punched. I don't love that either. I don't mind it too bad though. I think if you're gonna do bare knuckle, I think you got to I was thinking because after watching the bare knuckle fights this weekend, I'm intrigued. Really? I'm not saying I'm gonna do it because <laughs> I mean you got to get signed and they pay really well too. Yeah. And but like I'm not saying I'm gonna do it, but mm. I'm not saying I'm not gonna do it if I if, if the gonna... opportunity were to come up and the paycheck was right. Oh yeah, money especially for for bare knuckle MMA, I, I, I think I definitely do that. If the money now works. that to me is dope. I yeah. like bare knuckle MMA because that's like a fight. Bare knuckle boxing is still like very limited in the rule set. Yeah, like there's a lot of things that it's not a fight. Like it's still boxing, but bare knuckle MMA is like per, is pretty much as damn close to a, as a damn street fight as you yep. can get. Like there's no rules. I mean, there is. You can't like kick him in the groin. I mean. But like no no gloves and you can like take them down and ground and pound them and control them whatever. Yeah. I've also thought about getting possibly into maybe some combat jujitsu. That might be a lot of fun. Yeah, that seems dope too. You know, because that can that complements my jujitsu more than competition tournament jujitsu does. How far can you go in combat jujitsu with like strikes? Isn't it like open palm? Has strikes? to be open hand. Yeah, but I was thinking it'd be dope to maybe put on some like combat jujitsu matches here at the gym. I'm so down. That'd be super dope. Yeah, I'd be so down. So, how does yeah. uh this smoker that's coming up? So what? That's Muay Thai rules, right? What is that? Muay Thai. We're, we're, we're talking about doing some boxing as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, just because Grady's people are wanting to do some boxing. Is this going to be like two minute rounds, three minute rounds? It'll be two minute game? rounds. Okay. Three twos. Yeah. That's dope. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited. I got to find three three judges. 
a ref or me and another ref, um, you know, and then somebody to help facilitate, like make sure whoever's up next mm-hmm. knows they're up next, ready to walk out or whatever. I'll be here that day. I can so, get yeah, I need your help. Um, get people you know, it's not like a pay. It's not like a paid. Like we're not doing any crowd. Right. There's no like attendance. There's no anything like that. It's all just straight like competitors. Right. And then they're just gonna pay like the mat fee at the gym to come com- compete. Okay. Don't. But it, but what it what it's gonna do is maybe possible like. Us, I may put like a Muay Thai show on later on. Um, Are you thinking about doing these smokers like once a quarter, twice a we'll year, or something like that? We'll see. We'll see. I've got yeah. some. I've got some ideas that I'm not going to talk about on here. Oh yeah. That uh, it, that I'm I'm kind of dipping my toes in the water a little bit, just kind of like seeing what's up. So yeah, there's some cool things coming up, man. Um, I missed Tyler on this episode though. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it kind of sucks, but. What I want you guys to do is, if you're listening to this and you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five star review on iTunes or however you're listening. We have some we we haven't been as consistent with our content here recently for a couple of reasons. Number one is our schedules have just been absolutely crazy, and number two is I'm working on some pretty big changes, and I'm going to be changing some stuff up for our podcast to make things way way better i did a podcast the other night on oh yeah you told um, me about that yeah it was, it was cool um the oh now i think is what it's called whoa um the oh now podcast um it was uh it was a lot of fun uh he did a, he was a way better interviewer than me i'm something i've learned one of the reasons we don't do a lot of interviews on here is just because i'm not good at them like, i'm not good at like well some people have it some people i mean yeah i think it's a skill that you can learn yeah. though oh yeah. you know what i mean i think you can learn how to do it um but y'all go over and check out it's on YouTube. Um, go over and check out my interview on um let me make sure I'm getting the name of the podcast right. Is there podcast MMA based or is it just open? Primarily. They've had like some pretty big names like Mike Goldberg and some of those people on there. Um That's dope. but yeah, it's uh it, it's a pretty dope uh pretty dope podcast. I thought I shared it on my page, apparently I didn't. Um but yeah, go check those guys out. It's uh they've got a good podcast. Um, it was a lot of fun, man. They, they were just real laid back guys and, um, you know, did their homework and, you know, they knew about me and my career um, more than I did because I'd forgotten a lot of, uh, yeah, here, here it is. Yeah. The Oh Now podcast. Um, the, mo- the most recent episode was they've got a clip of me talking about high level jujitsu coaching and um, the early days of MMA and stuff. So they got some clips on YouTube. Um, but yeah, y'all go check that podcast out. It uh, it was it was a lot of fun, um, so yeah, man, y'all go check it out. Leave us a five star review on iTunes and share this, man. Let's help. Let's get this podcast out there. With the decrease in episodes, our our, our listening has gone down because oh, yeah. the fewer That's episodes true. in a month, the fewer listeners in a month. So we're gonna try to get it right back up. But I've got some really cool things coming up um, that I'm trying to do, and I will see y'all on the next episode of the Man Up Podcast. Peace. Peace.